0: If you want the tea, uh, can get it seriously. Uh, seriously. Uh, Talking about your favorite web series. Uh, all right, all right. right here on Series uh,
1: Lane.
0: Uh, Just relax. Uh, we got recaps. Uh,
1: Pay uh, your
0: mind and have a good time. Right here on Series Lane. Uh, mic check one, two, one, two. Mic, mic check two, one, two, one, two. All right, hey guys, welcome to Seriously Podcast. It's your girl, Brittany. And I'm Mary. (laughs) Um, If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. Have a seat, enjoy yourself. (laughs) Um, If you don't know much about web series, you came to the right place because we're really going to break it down for Mm -hmm. you. And, you know, highlight the top web series out there and interview creators and actors and all that jazz. We're going to give you a laugh. Yeah, we'll give you a laugh. Yeah, you're definitely going to come. out of here laughing. Um, <laughs> Mary, tell them about the episode we're doing today. We also go to festivals. Um, and recently we were at the DC Black Film Festival. We had a lot of fun. This episode is a little bit overdue, but it's, we're finally getting it done. This is the first year that they had it. Um, this was created by Kevin Sampson, who is also a filmmaker. Yes. Yes. So before we tell you guys about our experience at the D.C. Black Film Festival and talk to you guys about our favorite short films or web series, first listen to our interview with Kevin Sampson and why he started this film festival. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome to Seriously Podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Mary. And today we are at the DC Black Film Festival. We're really excited. We are loving the web series and screenings and everything that's going on. Um, and right now we are sitting with Kevin Sampson, the creator of it. Give it up. Woo! Not for Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for joining us, Kevin.
2: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. As you guys know, I tune into Seriously Podcast, so uh, <laughs> this is like a dream come true. Oh <laughs>
0: So, the first question we always ask our guests is What's the very
2: first web series you've ever watched? Man, why are you gonna do that to me? <laughs> See, so you
0: watched The You yeah. should be prepared?
2: Oh, man, no, 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 no. Uh, what was the first one? It couldn't be Awkward Black Girl.
1: Of course it is. <laughs> But yeah,
2: we're gonna go with we're gonna go with, that. we're gonna go with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So, um I, I think that might have been it because honestly that was kinda like when it was first kinda getting hot, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um I remember my wife had was like, Hey, you gotta watch this uh web series from Issa Ray like, you know, and it kinda was like I guess amongst black folks we were like, Yo, check this out, it's right. hilarious. And I do kinda think like that was the first yeah. one. So yeah. yeah. Definitely. She definitely shaped it. Yeah,
0: she did. (laughs) Okay, so... Mary's
2: laughing at me like, oh, this dude. I see it. Okay, go
0: ahead. You good? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of the festival, um, what inspired you to create it?
2: So, and uh, I keep saying this, but this is the story. In 2014, I had written an open letter to black screenwriters. Yeah, I wrote an open letter to back screenwriters, and um, basically it was right after I'd seen Think Like a Man 2. So, Think mm-hmm. Like a Man 1, I really enjoyed it, surprisingly. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It surprised me of how good it was because it was funny, but then um, they were playing for each other's heart, so the mm-hmm. stakes were kind of high in it. And uh, so, like, when Think Like a Man 2 was coming out, I was like, instead of it being like, oh, it's that sequel that you're like, oh, great, right. I was like, yes, okay, this, you know, the first one was surprisingly good, so let's see the second one one and then the second one they were just playing for who could throw the best party right. so that really disappointed me because i'm like we only get so, so many films um for you know black folks um, each year and so i went home i wrote this open letter to black screenwriters and from there i started getting you know feedback from uh screenwriters directors in industry out of industry and it was really uh i, I could really tell that you know, they were there, and they were saying, we're here, but we don't have, you know, access to funds, to money, or to venues to show our stuff, and so it's like those gatekeepers. So what I wanted to do was do a documentary, The Hollywood Blackout, and basically look at diversity and the lack of diversity uh, in Hollywood. Um, and so I did a Kickstarter, tried to raise 30K, that failed, and so from that failure, i had already been serving as the director of the Rosebud Film Festival, and I had always wanted to start my own, mm-hmm. but Rosebud kind of allowed me to see, like, how to do it while, wor- you know, working for, like, an organization. Right. So then finally, you know, I was like, all right, I get to <laughs> put our people on, DC Black oh. Film Festival. So that's how it kind of started.
0: That's really cool. I'm glad you started it. I'm surprised DC didn't have, like, a Black Film Festival already. Yeah. It's really surprising.
2: It, exactly. And I was shocked myself, but that even more why, I feel just like this is just, like, how... The time's in the place. This is where what what was meant to be because mm-hmm. I'm able to stand in that gap. So right. I'm excited about it.
0: Cool. So what was the biggest challenge you had getting this festival together? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell
2: you. Let's <laughs> fill it. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, to be diplomatic, like, the biggest thing that's difficult in the first year is nobody knows about you. Nobody, you know what I mean? Like, people know Kevin Samson, film critic, picture lot, But even mm-hmm. so, it's not like I'm a household name. Um, and so it's getting that buy-in from different places, um, luckily we do have, you know, some sponsors this year, Mm -hmm. so shout out to the, you know, Office of Cable, (laughs) Television, (laughs) Film, Music, and, uh, Entertainment, and 202 Creates came on board, um, and then the Art Institute of Washington they designed like the programs and then Picture lock PR so um, that part was really I think the difficult part because you got to have some some money in order to actually get a, a theater or mm-hmm. do all the different things that you know a festival really takes. Um, and so you know much like the screenwriters that wrote back to me after the letter you know you got to have those funds but then past that like you know most of it I, I've done most of the legwork for the festival and so it's hard to kind of be like five people in one right. but some yeah. kind of way we did it and we're here yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, this is cool. so you mentioned picture lock, picture lock show your podcast can you talk a little bit about that and what you do on that
2: Yeah, definitely. So um, basically in 2013, so I went to um, AU, American University Mm -hmm. in D.C., got my MFA in film, Mm -hmm. um, graduated in 2011, and then I guess it was about 2012, I started working at a place called Arlington Independent Media. Um, And so there, it's a public access station. And so I was like, you know, I I started this blog where I was just reviewing films and stuff like that. And then... um, From there, since I was at the station, I was like, hey, do you guys have, like, a film review show? And they were like, no. So um, I started the show, and it's, you know, you can check YouTube.com slash PictureLockShow for back episodes. But Mm -hmm. part of that, like, my first... Um, episode was always having an indie filmmaker on the show because I just believe in, as an indie filmmaker myself, like, giving that platform. So, from there, it kind of grew into a TV show and then we have a radio show, and I, I'd always strip the, the TV show to put out a podcast. Okay. So, the podcast has already it's been there, and then we're at radio now. So, I'm really excited about kind of the growth of Picture Lock as yeah. well.
0: Awesome. Uh, Okay, so jumping back to the festival, um, how did you go about picking the selections that were submitted?
2: So um, Film Freeway is the uh, kind of festival aggregate that we use. Um, We had about... 13 judges. Um, and so I just assigned different judges, different groups. And then, um, you know, these judges are just different filmmakers, people kind of in industry. Um, and it kind of ran the uh, diaspora. So that basically they had like a new, uh, you know, uh, what's it called, rubric in terms of uh, judging and then averaging, you know, those uh, judges' score to get, you know, kind of cream of the crop who came through. And not that, you know, Goodness, I, I, I don't want to <laughs> step on anybody's films, but you know you can only have so many in a right. film festival. And sometimes I think people don't realize that, like they submit their film and then they get mad if it's not yeah. accepted. But like you can only accept so many, right. you know what I mean? We'll awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so that's how we that's how we did it. And um, you know, uh, I think you really have like out of the 125 that we had submit, wow. they got it down to 52, and these are some stellar films.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you created this festival to, you know, highlight black films and everything. So, growing up, can you tell us the first character that you saw on screen that you, like, related to?
2: I think that's an excellent question, right? And that's in part why this festival is so important, because um, who did we see growing up, you know, that we could relate to? And I'm honestly kind of thinking about that, as I said. I mean, I remember the Cosby show, mm-hmm. um, really kind of seeing that black family. And I, I, I even remember, like, <laughs> I remember one time I got in trouble and, you know, my parents were like, sent me to my room. But I remember, like, creeping down the stairs. Because, like, when you walk down the stairs, like, there was our living room and we had this big, you know, remember those floor TVs? <laughs> and uh, I remember just trying to, like, creep around the corner to watch the Cosby show because it was so big. Yeah. But yet, and important to us, mm-hmm. right? And so, say what you want about Bill Cosby over there to the Fair side, <laughs> but the Cosby Show, you know what I mean? That was like, that was huge, and uh, you know, a different world. And our, I, I, you, you, do you remember? Because like in this day and age, especially, right? Especially like with web series we can watch these web series on demand we can watch so many things on demand but this is a time when like we couldn't watch tv on demand so if you want to be a part of the conversation you had to see it every eight Mm o'clock or every thursday at eight o'clock or whatever so that's really kind of what i remember in terms of that first show when i was like wow that's my family Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like you could really see it
0: yeah definitely how do you think we as people of color can build diversity in media
2: um, another great question. These are good. I like <laughs> <laughs> Can I? <laughs> I
0: mean, we do what we do. Uh, We're professionals.
2: <laughs> oh, man, that's what's up. Um, so the big thing is this, like, um, and I think as this festival serves evidence to, and other festivals as well, um, the films are out there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about supporting those films. And that's the thing. A lot of times, like, if we don't know about something, we don't necessarily throw our money behind it or whatever. So... I don't know. I I debate on this all the time going Mm -hmm. back and forth between, you know, do you just have a trusted name and you say, hey, let's trust Kevin, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we know that he's going to stand up for black films and blah, 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 and we just blindly throw our money at it, or do you kind of naturally let things grow? Mm -hmm. That aside, I think um, it's really kind of putting your money where you think things are important, And that's whether you're supporting a Kickstarter or supporting, um, you know, a film in theaters, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, Girls Trip came out. Man, the thing was hilarious, hilarious. right? (laughs) (laughs) The interview just ended. It just
0: just ended. All right, it's over for Mary. (laughs)
2: uh no, 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 uh Mary, come on, get your game up. I know you're probably watching a web series, but uh right. um, gotta
1: be
2: a- <laughs> yeah, so that it was a but that was- it was a hilarious film, and I think the thing about that film which, what made it so great was um it felt really natural, right, it felt like. You're on a trip with your girlfriends, and I've never been on a trip with my girlfriends. But you know, like I felt, I've been on a trip with the guys, and like you know, it it kind of, but it it had a little bit of heart, and the the characters were fully developed, mm-hmm. and that Tiffany Haddish is hilarious. Yes, is. this is
0: her moment. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, this yeah. was like her this
2: breakthrough performance. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so i think i'm like kind of going all around the world in 80 or 180 days or whatever but like um the point being that i think if we support one another from the ground level with these kickstarters and like helping raise our young filmmakers um and then also putting the money toward the films when they come out i think that's really like how we can do Mm -hmm. it
0: I really think that's it because what to say like black people has the most buying power yeah. of yeah, the whole world. It. So if we really do it, then we can be up there. That's true. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. So, um, <laughs> so um, do you have a favorite web series, or you want to give us your top three?
2: Oh man. Oh man. So so, actually, if you check out. Um, keloid right so keloid is in here um that thing is really dope and the reason that i like um keloid so much is because uh you know it's although it has like the superhuman powers Mm -hmm. which is really kind of what makes me like, oh i gotta see this the mother son um story behind it is really kind of like what's pushing things forward. Um, And so I really love that. And it's like certain things that um, you could only ingest kind of like as that web series and kind of that I think is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Now y'all got me caught up. See, see, this is the thing. You know what? This is the only time because I I like just having natural um, conversations, Mm. but because I'm like in director mode, like everything is like DCBF up up here, and like (laughs) like you're like web series, and I bet I could list off a whole bunch. And but I'm like, um, what time is the catering going? (laughs) So my bad. No
0: problem. No problem. Okay, hey, great. So do you can you share your upcoming projects or what else is gonna be going on with DC BFF or anything yeah,
2: like that? Yeah, most definitely. So, um, you know, this is the first year and I think we've done a pretty good job in terms of getting the word out. We definitely had some good press um, behind it, including hey, I mean hello? Yeah, I mean hello. <laughs> We're here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um Uh, So it's just about growing it next year. And, you know, at first, when I first started this, I was like, okay, give it five years, and then we would be able to, you know, be at the level that I would like it Mm -hmm. to be at. But honestly, I'm thinking, like, next year, year three, um, just because, like, I really work super hard at this to, like, make sure that, you know, this is, like, black excellence, you know? And not just, like, black excellence, black power, blah, blah, blah. It's, It's definitely nothing like that. But I'm just saying, like... If I'm saying, like, listen, we got films, we got, you know, web series, we got television content that y'all need to see, Yeah, I have to make sure that when you see it, you're like, yo, this is really dope. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's about also presenting and creating... Um, the opportunities for filmmakers, for a press like yourself to interact um, so that we know, like, hey, what's who's hot? Who's coming up? Um, and giving those opportunities to other people. So when I go home and, you know, I'm thinking about this stuff at night, I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, how can I grow this to a level so that the end goal of... Um, highlighting, you know, our stories is achieved. At the end of the day, like I really um, think DC is a great destination spot, um, and I think it's a great place to have a festival like this. So I just want to, you know, make it bigger. People can go to dcbff.org in order to find out more information. Definitely looking forward to getting more web series in um, next uh, year. And um, if you also want to uh, bring your web series on my show, Picture Lock, go to picturelockshow.com, and they can, uh, you know, there's a come on as a guest um, tab. And then I just launched um, Picture Lock PR. So basically what I want to do is I see so many films, web series, and things like that. I just want to represent them as well. Um, and so I'm, I'm branching out and I'm doing that. Now, that should be picturelockpr.com um, The web series isn't up yet, I mean the website isn't up yet because I've had this little festival that I had to <laughs> put together, <laughs> but I do already have a client for Picture Lock PR and so I'm Sweet. definitely going to be looking for some more, so yeah, yeah trying yeah. to do it.
0: Love it! Thank you <laughs> so much, Kevin! Yeah. Yes! Go ahead! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo,
2: y'all are crazy. Can, I, can yeah. I tell y'all, this is like being with, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've been grabbing it the whole time because I want to make sure I deliver for y'all, give y'all some good, yeah, great, great, entertaining content. But listen, um, man, hanging with y'all is like hanging with family at the cookout, you yeah. know, like,
0: who made that potato that's salad? That's number one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. Mustard. So yeah, the mustard, the mayo. Yes. Like, who who you did it, though?
0: It first. You have to first. Then ask. pass it. You have to ask. and got
2: to be it, a
0: grandma.
2: Is it the warm kind or the cold kind? You know how, like.
0: We like it room temp. In yeah. my room temp, room temp, room, temp, yeah. temp, room temp. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: temp. I would agree with that. I would agree. If you can put a little chill on that, then cool, but. A little, but, bit. But, a little bit. But it can't be, it can't be Fresh like. Fresh out no, the
0: fridge. No, no, no y'all let no, it no, sit. No, no,
2: no, right, no, no. Okay? Right,
0: right. How do we it's you. You started know, with the cookout. I, I know. I know. <laughs> he started with the cookout. <laughs> it's him. Just kidding.
2: It was. It's my fault. It's my fault. Thanks so much for having me on, though. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for coming. Thank yeah. you. But yeah. Thanks, thanks for having us here. Yes.
2: Oh, my pleasure. My
0: pleasure. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that little snippet. Um, Homeboy was dropping gems. Yes, dropping gems. Okay. This festival was really um, fun. It was amazing. We love D.C. D.C. loves us. Yes, we do love D.C. So it was really cool to be a part of this, um, the first ever D.C. Black Film Festival. Yeah, and we got to see some um, short films and web series that we weren't familiar with. So the first one that we want to talk to you guys about is... Um, We got the first look of an upcoming web web series that's actually premiering October 16th on BE Creatives, and it's called Bad Web Series. Okay, so we got like a snippet, and it was hilarious. So it was more of a parody of all the web series of the bad ones out there. So (laughs) it's hilarious that they touched that. And, um, you know, it's the first of its kind. You were never there when I needed you. You were a terrible man. Have you ever thought that maybe I couldn't be a good mother to you because I've never had a good mother myself?
1: Do you really want to do this, man? You think I want to do this? This ain't a want, this a need. Or my daughter doesn't eat tonight. With me?
0: So all the characters in there were just going over the top acting and just like being dramatic. It was it was hilarious. So I'm really was looking funny, forward yeah. to that. So that's premiering October 16th, a bad web series. So we will definitely be watching that. Yeah. And if you're a web series creator, you can definitely relate because they mm-hmm. did show, you know, like production shortcuts. Yeah. And I think the viewers will love the overreacted storylines. Yeah. And, then, and all the satire. Hilarious. So the next one we saw, um, I think, was it a short film? It, it was a documentary. Documentary. It was a documentary called Am I Too African to be American or Too American to be African? Mm. And it was directed and produced by first-time filmmaker um, Anadia Sasso. Mm-hmm. So I really, really liked this one. It was um, really good. She interviewed different women who were born here, like first generation, but um, their family are from West Africa.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: I think some might have even been born in Africa, but then they came to America? No, I think they all were first generation, yeah. Mm. It's just that in their household... When people ask me where I'm from, I say I'm from Sierra Leone. I identify myself as Nigerian. I'm African-American. I would consider myself a Sierra Leonean African. That whole being... uh, too american to be african too african to be american it's like a fine line that you have to get your identity together Um, you got to relate be able to be a chameleon sometimes and be in both places if you're if you've if you're from a family that comes from a different country i think you can relate because in your household it's like a different country Mm. But and then, like, when you get outside of your house, you're like American, yeah. But in the house, you are whatever you come from, right? And I related too because, um, my parents are from Honduras and Belize, mm-hmm. so my household is more like Hispanic household, okay, and it's not so much American, like, I didn't really eat American food mm-hmm. until. I wanna say I was like ten years old because mm-hmm. my sister's best friend is just black. She mm-hmm. her family's from like the south, so that yeah, was the first that's time. Me too. I ate like collard greens or oh, fried chicken. Uh-huh. Before that it was always like rice and beans and like whatever Spanish food my mom made. So sorry. Um so I related to that. I really like that documentary. So do you identify yourself as American or Um, I consider myself um Afro-Latina or a black Hispanic because my race is black, but my ethnicity is Hispanic because Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Hispanic household. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um, Yeah, I thought it was really interesting because it's exactly very relatable. Like, I'm American, but then I also call myself, you know, African-American, but then I feel like sometimes people from Africa... Like no, you're uh, just American. Yeah, you're just like, American. Don't you dare <laughs> I'm like, but Eli- try to <laughs> claim what we are. No, y'all, you just American. <laughs> like what? So they did t- t- tackle like a lot of that. So it was really good, and we saw Issa Rae in it yeah, too. She's I one didn't of the women. Know she was um from West Africa. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. So definitely check that one out, guys, if you can. Um, well, we'll leave links to all the shows we talk about today. Um, if we can find it or where you can learn more information. Yeah, we'll leave like their website or if they're on YouTube, we'll leave those links as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next show that we enjoy, well, is a, a short film. It was called Makeup. It was directed by Derek Coleman. Um, so this short film follows this girl um, named Tracy who's doing a uh, like a short film for her class. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's filmed as if it's like a home video type of thing. Yeah. So the assignment was to um, focus on mundane like practices of a woman, like what what a woman goes through throughout the day. Yeah. So she decided to focus on her roommate makeup, like she's a she does makeup every day. Every. Don't, don't matter where she's going. Day. Going to bed, makeup, like everything. <laughs> and Mama was. It's like a thirty minute process. Yeah. Like no, she, she really. <laughs> Puts a face on. She yes. beats her face down, ba- baking highlight, the contour whole thing. Like she's coming out. Like she's going to the club every single right, day. Right, like, right. YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> she's a YouTuber. That's what exactly. It felt like. So it's kind of like you put an hour in a day or whatever every day. Like, do you realize? Like, I guess not. Not how much time you're wasting, but I don't know. Yeah. So she follows her through all this, and then we. And she also like asks her like, "Why do you bother yeah. doing this every single day? Why? Did you start using makeup? Um, I don't really understand the question. Like, why? Why do you spend an hour in front of the mirror every morning? Um, I don't know. I, keep, like, I just do it to feel pretty, I guess. So you don't feel pretty without it? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just, I don't know, I'm just used to it. And then, um like she's following her throughout the day, and she also sees her with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend had a temper oh yeah, a big temper a big temper, like anything will set him off, and yeah. she was she's that girl that like tries to calm her man down mm-hmm. every time he's upset, like caters right. to his every need, making an excuse for his anger mm-hmm. and all that stuff and the um the film student she was always in the cut watching she, she every- was on her Mona scott like loving every hip-hop. single moment of that girl's life she saw everything like girl, this has to do with makeup though I'm like i'm still get but it but she's still like in the cut like under sheets like girl how are you getting these shots she was dedicated she's very dedicated, she was dedicated to dedicated. her job um and then we do have a i don't want should we give it away? I thought that's what we're here for. Okay. Well, <laughs> and then we find out that her boyfriend is actually abusive. Yes. So the makeup is almost covering all the hurt and all the bu- bruises that yeah. this boyfriend's given her. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was more deeper than just, you know, oh, I just wear makeup to wear makeup or feel pretty or whatever. So, well, that made her feel pretty because yeah. she had those bruises all over her face. And just covering up. It's like a mask. Yeah. You use the makeup as a mask. So, that was really deep. So it was. It was about you know domestic violence had a message at the end. Yeah. So I really didn't liked it because it. that wasn't expected. That's yeah. why I liked it so mm-hmm. much. The way that he he played that angle. Exactly. Exactly. So definitely look out for that one. That was really good. The next one was Freezer Burn. It was directed by Marina Bruno mm-hmm. and it's about this businessman he um is looking for a freezer and this this guy is selling it on craigslist so he yeah. goes to his house to um to purchase the freezer mm-hmm. and you know they're doing small talk yeah and I checking think, out the specs checking like, okay. out the specs yeah yeah everything is fine okay great and then i think they start talking about women and hit the um the topic of his wife came up yeah
1: yeah so she was buying a lot of frozen items so i'm like honey what are we going to do with all this stuff because Oh, I need room for my ice cream. (laughs) And she says, "Honey, I don't give a rat's ass about your ice cream. I have a fifty-dollar coupon booklet for Costco, and I plan on using it." (laughs) So I said, "Honey,
0: I'm going to buy you your own freezer."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Women, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, Right.
0: I mean, the guy did seem a little sketchy, though, the way he he was was talking. So too happy to be selling this freezer. And he was like, you know, it it will hold like a lot of weight. It will, um, you know, decrease the smell, smell of things. Yeah, yeah. So um, this guy, this businessman, he's just like, oh, sounds this is, good. This is amazing. That he's I like found I'm this. opening up a vegan restaurant, so yeah, this is great. This is amazing. So they're doing all this small talk, and mm-hmm. then he's like, all right, sold, no problem. Help me load it up. Great. Go the um, the man who sold the freezer goes back in his house with an attitude, and then you see that he's pulling his dead wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had her in the freezer this entire time. Yeah, so he sold the freezer, took the wife out, the body, I don't even know. It was just <laughs> so crazy. It was just like, what? But it was really good. Yeah, but what, no, did he put the, Why? the wife in a different, like, refrigerator? Maybe he bought a new freezer or maybe... He's going to chop her up? I don't know. I don't know. But it was just weird but funny at the same yes, time. Yes, exactly. It was like, wait, what's happening? And the way it's shot, you wouldn't really think it's this kind of twisted ending. It was just weird. But it was, I liked it. It was really fun. I liked it. The next show that we saw was a web series called GMG Presents Self-Made. And we saw the epic. Episode two, which is called Shout Out to God, mm-hmm. um, directed by Mark Jason Welch. Mm-hmm. And we actually spoke to him um, about this episode, but let's briefly talk about what the episode was yeah. about. So, GMG Presents is a seven-episode reality web series. So, it follows um, a record label, GMG Presents. Um, they're trying to see, find an artist to join their label. Mm-hmm. Um, so this episode we saw was kind of like a American Idol type yeah, of thing. Yeah, we got to see the auditions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of the some of those people they tried, they tried. You gotta give it to them yeah. though. Like y'all got yeah. heart. Y'all got heart. Y'all got heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did, and some of them were actually really, really good. I think it was down to like. Maybe like the bottom three. Yeah, but it was like a, a big thing. Like yeah, they had an audience and yeah. everything. Yeah, it was deluxe. Okay, like you had to come out ready to mm-hmm. perform. They had a good and turnout bless too. Bless this audience yeah. with something. Yeah, All right? <laughs> with a little something, a little something, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a panel too yeah. of like people in the industry, like yeah, giving them legit people. critique. Mm-hmm. Like you can work on this. Don't do that. Right. I like that, but let's try this. Yeah. Like really And it was very much so like American Idol. Like you had someone who was like the Paula. Right. I think there was a female who was like, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to say nothing mean. did want to say really nothing. Mean. And then yeah. you had another one that was the Randy that was like it was a no for me dog. <laughs> Straight up No. <laughs> that is true and i don't, i mean i feel like everyone didn't want to be too, too mean yeah they didn't want to be assignment there was no like, assi- get there off was Simon. Stage. yeah <laughs> but it was interesting to see so i want to see um the rest of the episodes um of gmg presents so let's get into our interview with mark jason welch the director Hey guys, we are here with Mark Jason Welch, the director of GMG Presents Self-Made, web series that we saw today. So welcome. Thank you for coming on our show today. Thank
1: you for having me. <laughs> cool oh, being here.
0: Thank you. Uh, can you uh, tell us um, how you guys started into filmmaking?
1: I got into filmmaking... Oh, you're going way back. <laughs> I, got in, I got into filmmaking, um, just enjoyed watching films as a, as a youngster. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really into film, really into comic books. So now this is a good time for me. But uh, really into film, I really liked Tarantino and the Coen brothers. Mm -hmm. And then I went to Howard, and then we had a film class that opened me up to uh, a lot of foreign film. Because I'm from Barbados, and we didn't really have that there. So I discovered all these independent filmmakers. I was like, OK, wait, yeah, I can do that. So that's it. Cool. <laughs> oh, cool.
0: And so how did you get started with the GMG
1: project? So I had done a music video um, with one of their protégés. His name is Born Music. He's also fairly prevalent in the DC area. And I had the guy who's the CEO. Like I was doing a lighting a scene, and I had like a, what do you call those lights? It's like a starlight, like a firework. Okay. So I said, hey, "Come here, come here, hold this." And mm-hmm. I had him hold the light, and that's how we met. He had I had wow. him hold. <laughs> he was on the set, and I had him do something, and that's wow. how, we, and that's how we met. Yeah. So, can
0: you talk a little bit about um, Gmg and what it is and what you guys are doing?
1: So, so, so right. So we, so they had, so that's how we met, holding that light. He then had these artists that he wanted me to do um, music videos for, mm-hmm. right? Because I. Um, got into directing music videos and stuff. And then he said, I have this idea. And I was like, okay. So we sat and talked about it. And he's like, we have this web series. And I was like, hmm, this sounds cool. I could be into it. So I started following them around, right? Uh-huh. Like, so we, start, we just started filming. We didn't have a script or anything. We had an idea. They had an idea. And I came on board. I, I didn't project anything oh, onto it. Okay. So then I just started to follow them around, um, follow them <laughs> around. And um, we filmed, like, all these random things, but with no story. So when I got back, I had, like, must have been 150 200 hours of footage oh wow so i went through all of that oh God. and uh created a story and that's what you see you'll see in the web series does that answer Ooh. your question yeah
0: yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i have a tendency to ramble sorry I, no. if i'm rambling and so sorry. how many
0: seasons are there
1: so this is the first season um this is the first season first mm-hmm. yeah this is our first season okay Right. Yeah,
0: the episodes t- we saw today, I liked it a lot because it was kind of like American Idol, like trying yeah. to get, you know, like making, the band making a band, call. too. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Yeah,
1: we we were, I was happy that people were into it and that people laughed where they were supposed to and mm-hmm. also found humor in some um, things that I didn't intend to be funny. But right. it, I want it to be light. I want it yeah. to be light and cool yeah. and people enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know. But at the end of there, there's a serious theme. The theme is always about just trying to be positive and just pursue your dreams because mm-hmm. I really believe that that's very important. Yeah. So that's what it's, it's about. You know? Awesome. Where awesome. can
0: we find more episodes?
1: So you can go to, on YouTube, you can go to um, 1214 mm-hmm. or you can you uh, go on the Global Music Group. Uh, either one of those sites, 1214 is my production company and then you have GMG, the Global Music Group, that's their YouTube page. And uh, you're going to launch one episode per week mm-hmm. starting this Sunday, which is the oh. 20th oh, of cool. August. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Right,
0: look out for it, guys. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Thank
1: you very much. Nice oh, also, me. could oh. you
0: share your social media?
1: Sure. Um, Mark Jason Welch on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Facebook uh, 1214 is the page. You can like and find more information about the series and other stuff that I'm working on. Because I'm always working on something. <laughs> so you can find other stuff <laughs> I'm working on over there. Yeah. Dope, dope. <laughs> cool.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you
1: for this opportunity. Of course. Yes. Cool, sweet.
0: And we're back and we're back the next um web series yeah the next web <laughs> series that we saw was called tales from shaolin um we saw part one titled the shaky dog so this series is really cool because they um focus on the wu-tang clan and songs that they um have so mm-hmm. there's a song called shaky dog um so this show like broke it down like gave you kind of like a visual of like of the story in the song shaky dog so it was really cool and um what's also cool about it is how they film it it's like a shakespearean meets tarantino like crime-filled action it's a dark comedy so it's really funny and it's like really good at the yeah same really time. action-packed Action packed, action packed um, And you saw a lot of like familiar faces Like there was a couple of people from like Queen Sugar And Luke Cage in this So they had an all star cast mm-hmm. They did, they did mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean If you listen to the song Shaky Dog um, You can really paint the picture And that's what they did The episode starts off with these guys at the table At the table And one guy comes over and he's like Let me tell you about this story About this, this yeah. dude that I know and, and this is Stephen Hill playing Ghost. Yeah, so Ghost tells them um, about this story about... Um, Who was the boy? Frank. About, about, the guy his, Frank. about his, his friend Frank. Ghost tells us a story about his friend Frank and how um, they were going to go visit some people. Well, it was a drug deal, right? Was it a drug deal? It was a stick-up gone wrong. Yeah, so they were going to go stick up some, some Spanish people, right? Dominicans? Sure, mm-hmm. let's go with Dominicans, um, maybe Puerto Ricans um, so they go to go visit him, and Frank, he seems like the quiet kid like yeah. don't wanna don't want no problems, mm-mm, mm-mm. right, so go to, really to about this life. toughen him up, he's like you know toughen up or whatever, right? yes, yeah, okay, he was kind of like putting him under his shadow, like yeah, this is kind of like probably his first time doing something like this, so. But he was just really eager and just doing kung fu. And it's like, no, this is not that. That's type not of what we're doing here. We actually have All guns. Right? Yeah. Like, we're not fighting. <laughs> they bust up into the joint and it just, I mean, they at first you thought they got it. Like, they were shooting up people. But then the wife of the. Um, One of the jug lords. Yeah she put them in their place she started beating them up so it was like yes girl power yes but then Frank fought
2: her it was yeah. like
0: nah, <laughs> but, nah she, but I think she still ended up beating him up but in the end it was a really good um, series I'm looking forward to more like if you're a fan of Wu-Tang if you're a fan of like anthologies not really yeah kind of anthology yeah, series I think, I think every, every episode is going to be different, different, different song. so you'll definitely be a fan of this so look out for that The next one was Fostered. Direct. It's a short film directed by Christine Williams. Mm-hmm. Sweet girl. Oh my gosh! So Hey girl. Nice. Hey girl. We met her. She's really dope. Um. So. Uh... So Fostered. <laughs> You're annoying. No, we're rusty, y'all. I'm just telling y'all right now. This. This was a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Please forgive us. Please forgive us. We didn't mean to delay this. Um, we told you you would laugh. Yeah.
1: But we're here. We're We're here. here.
0: Enjoy it. Enjoy it. So Foster follows Nova. You know, she's an aspiring singer, songwriter, and um, I think she, at this time, maybe she's over 18. Yeah. So she got aged out of the system. Her and her sister came into the system. We don't really know. Foster care system. Well, foster care system. We don't really know, like what happened to her parents or whatever, how they got there. But they were in the system, and Nova got aged out, so she had to leave. She had to bounce. They said, my girl. They they said, but your sister stays here. Yeah, you can't take her. Yeah, she's going to be with us. But baby sis don't want to stay with the foster family. No, 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 no. Because because they're abusing her. They're abusive, yes, yes. So baby sis was staying with Nova, and then... On the low, low. On the low, low. But then the social worker said, miss... um, (laughs) It's your bedtime. Right. You, you know the rules. You need rules. to come back. You know the rules. You know the rules. <laughs> and Nova's just like, why can't I keep her? Like, they're like, abusing her. Why can't I just keep her? Yeah. And I have a house. Like, I'm 18. I could do this. Mm-hmm. And like, mm, no, y- you know how it works. Like, you right. just can't. But, you know, Nova, she wants to help her sister out. But at the same time, she wants to pursue her dreams. Right. Of being a singer. Yeah. And she wants to go to college and do all this stuff. So, So she's kind of like in a rock between a rock and a hard place yeah. like she's trying to balance that out so we get to see how she handles that we don't want to give too much away yeah so i mean it's really interesting because it focuses on what happens to siblings who enter the foster care system together like what happens when one leaves and how do you really cope with circumstances beyond your control like you can't do anything yeah i mean i'm so sad it is but definitely look out for that one um I think this was the first film festival that it was entered in, so that was really exciting. So that's called Fostered. Christine did an amazing job. So the next one we want to talk about is Privilege Unhinged. It was directed by Yande Yusuf. I really like this one. Um, It followed this girl, Shani, who... Familiar face from Tough Love, Natalie Jacobs. Hey, Hey, girl. girl, hey. Hey, girl. So, you know, she's a young black woman in corporate, corporate white America. Talk about it. Um, and she's really trying to excel in her career. Like, she wants to go to the next step, and she's actually up for a promotion. She's surprised because she thought it was going to go to her other white coworkers. Um, she didn't see it coming that she was going to get it. So she gets a promotion, and her boss instantly wants her to, like, step right into it. Like, you know, try to handle situations on your own. Yeah, and in this office, there there are a couple of people who just be getting away with shit. They do whatever the hell they want, and the boss never wants to be the one to step up and, like, reprimand these people. Mm -hmm. So he expects Shawnee to just go and do what she got to do. Right. But I don't know. I feel like Shawnee was confused. Like, should I step in, or should I let our boss step in like she didn't know what which really which way to take mm-hmm. so she decides first of all her bl- other black coworker was like girl you better mind your business yeah do your work and mind your business that's not you know your position um because so, yeah, they hadn't given her the position yet. yeah it was on the low yeah so um then the two white coworkers end up fighting and acting crazy throwing papers or mm-hmm. something like that and a the, mess a acting mess. crazy so shawnee was like you know what i'm gonna handle said, this i'm gonna handle that i think she told one of them to go home for the no he's like i'm gonna go home for the day. like she kind of handled it and the next thing you know her boss was like we need to meet um that was unacceptable but you did like something crazy like that yeah like what do you want me to do like she <laughs> like you can't win you can't win for losing and i think the guy ended up getting yeah promotion yeah he got the job yes i was like wait what <laughs> what uh, so that was really interesting um, short film, and it was relatable. Could you, if you work in corporate America, you don't know where you fit in, where where authority lies. I guess I don't mm-hmm. know. So that was cool. Privilege unhinged. Privilege unhinged. Um, the next short film we got to see was literally one of my my favorite. Love New York. Oh, my God. It's called Love, New York, um, and it was directed by Deanna McMillan. Mm -hmm. We got to meet her, too, um, at the the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Shout out to New York. Um, So, this follows a struggle... Carmen, the girl's name, the main character is Carmen. She's a struggling New York actress, and she's on her way to an important audition. Um, The first place she stops at is, like, a little coffee shop, and she orders... Um, I think she orders a small coffee with, like, almond milk. Yeah. Like, non-fat Not almond. milk yeah. at all. Yeah, maybe. Scam, but then the person behind her orders with milk. Yeah, maybe, like, whole milk. But I think he was, like, a cute guy. No, she just got distracted. Because it was, like, a cute guy, and she oh, wanted to okay. run off. Yeah, so she got distracted, and she grabs the other person's coffee. And Mama doubt She drank that drink by the time up. she got the whole audition you know she was halfway done with her drink yeah and so the casting assistant was like hmm, I'm very shocked that you have whole milk most actors don't don't do that <laughs> don't she do was just that. like wait what she said, what are you talking <laughs> about this is almond no. no look at your cup baby girl <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as she looked at the cup stomach was acting oh. acting uh misbehaving the entire time
3: that is a bold choice Whole milk? Normally actresses won't go above skim.
1: Pardon me? Your coffee. (laughs)
3: Uh, We're going to call you in at 7.
1: Should you need the restroom, it's to the left.
0: The minute she gets to the bathroom, you know, there's a line. um, There's people... In all the stalls. Yeah. And then they ended up calling her but to then go audition. She was questioned. she was about to go into the sink. Yeah, she it was, was that real. It was that real. She seriously was about to go do a <laughs> a poop in the sink. Somebody walked in like, girl, what are you doing? What are you doing? What you, you really doing, trying to right now. So then they act, they ended up calling her to her audition. Um yeah. and she did an amazing job. But, but farting, the entire time, yeah. She was like farting and <laughs> The casting the assistant planes. was actually in the audition with her, and I think she was in the bathroom too. Yeah. So she was like trying to tell him, tell the the director, like, watch out for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. I mean, plus they was making things like, okay, what is that smell? Like what, she was just. It was embarrassing. Up? It was so embarrassing. But she did such an amazing job yeah. at her audition. Like their faces changed. They were just like, oh, we could definitely okay. see her playing right. the part. But then. I'm not sure if she pooped her pants or she just let a really, really bad fart go, but it just changed everybody's mood. They were just like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. But I think she ended up getting the part. Yeah, but she went to the bathroom, finally. Yeah, yeah, she finally did. <laughs> so, I mean, that, again, coming from New York, it it's was hard hilarious. to find a bathroom and in we, general. Yeah, we spoke to Deanna, the director, and she said that... Um, she created this because at one, one time, she was trying to find the bathroom in New York, and she really, really couldn't, and she needed to use the bathroom. Not that this experience right. happened no. to her, but we could relate because yeah. it is hard to find a bathroom. A clean bathroom, number a, one. Yeah, a clean bathroom. Because, you know, they do have bathrooms in like a McDonald's and Burger King and whatnot, but a lot of the homeless people use that. Okay. And okay. You, don't want, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. You just don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> So this one, if you really want a good laugh, definitely check this one out. Yes. Um, it's called Love New York. Love New York. New York. Yes, <laughs> gotta love New York. You gotta, you gotta. You gotta. Um, the next one we want to get into is Garnish. We saw episode fourteen um, titled "The Glow in Theory." Um, this was directed and created by Antonio Hernandez. Um, who we actually um, got to speak with. So um, a little bit about this episode. The Glow in Theory is like a bi-monthly concert and dance party that features like performances and DJs um, of women of color. So it's really cool. It's like an art and music, you know, scene in the area. I I believe it's only in D.C. Mm -hmm. So, So this episode featured like interviews and like performance footage of the very first ever Glow in Theory at, um, black cat. So it was really cool. We got to see a lot of women DJs and performers and showed, they Those talked women about their creators yeah, in general. talking about like, their experiences yeah. and their struggles if anything like that. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. They were out there doing their thing. They talked about, you know, how hard it is as a woman to be recognized on the same level as like males, yeah. their male counterparts. Um, but they're still doing it out they're here. They're still doing mm-hmm. it and doing their thing. not going to stop them because they no. got a vagina. okay yeah yeah, yeah, you're not so let's get into our interview with antonio hernandez um stay tuned keep it locked hey guys we're here with antonio hernandez the creator of garnish um a web series that we saw today thank you for coming on our show
3: hey thanks for having me
0: (laughs) okay so tell us about garnish and what sparked the idea
3: Uh, Garnish is a short documentary slash web series that focuses on um, culture, causes, and creatives in and around D.C. and Baltimore. Um, So I was really influenced by True Life, which Mm. is the MTV uh, documentary series that focuses on just regular people um, in their life. So Mm. it was a combination of kind of MTV's True Life with um, also kind of what they did with their diary and how they Mm. focus on artists. So I kind of Combine the two, so I was really influenced by um, watching a lot of MPV, watching a lot of BET when I grew up.
0: Yeah, you definitely get that vibe from the show. I liked it. So, how did you like get started in filmmaking? What's your background?
3: Um, I I didn't study film, but um, I took a photography a photography class um, a few years ago when I was studying abroad in Costa Rica. Um, I took it because. Uh, as part of one of the stipulations, one of the benefits of taking that class was an extra field trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so before that, I didn't really, I'd never really liked taking photos or videos or anything. Um, but then that's when I started really getting into it. And then um, when I was at Towson, um, I didn't study film, but I studied uh, international studies, and I took a lot of anthropology classes. So I took a class called visual anthropology, and we had to do a film. So that class didn't really teach us any mechanics or anything about filmmaking, mm-hmm. but it told us how to kind of uh, gave us the room to explore how to tell a story um, and how to place it in a context. Okay. Um, so I did a film project there, and I did a couple more, and I didn't really do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been really just itching to do something, so I started Garnish. It, w- it was originally supposed to be a zine, okay. so I like I did a whole mock-up, and then I realized that I've never printed anything, but I know how to do video, so. Right. Um, the idea that I had for Garnish, for the zine, basically just became the idea for the web series. So mm-hmm. um, it became an extension of the blog. So I have a blog where I do interviews. And um, the first one, it was three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, they originally just gradually got longer, a little bit more in-depth. Mm. Um, and I didn't really expect it to be a thing that I would be still doing. I, okay. I just, like, you know, it was something I did. You know, I did it on my lunch breaks at work and um, everything like that. And then I think... People started kind of gravitating toward it, and mm-hmm. I was like interviewing, going to shows, interviewing people that for a lot of times was their first time being interviewed. Right. Um, so, kind of just highlighting people that weren't getting highlighted as much as the, I think yeah. they should have.
0: Mm-hmm. So, today we screened episode 14, right? right. So, um, showcase women, DJs, and rappers and stuff. What else can we expect from the rest of the c-
3: series? Um, so there's a couple more episodes. So the next um, episode is premiering in Baltimore next month. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's about an event series called Loop Trains. A friend of mine, DJ Chill Natured, she does an event um, where she focuses on LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, DJs. So that's the next episode um, screening September for October. Um, there's going to be a longer episode, about probably 20 minutes or so, focused mm-hmm. on, on Blush and bruise. So all year I've been documenting this event. A friend of mine, Jacob Marley, throws in Baltimore. And it's um, an event that focuses on femininity. So it's not strictly uh, women artists Mm -hmm. um, that perform. I've actually performed on it too, so I DJ one of them. Um, But it focuses on um, feminine energy and artists that that love women. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been documenting that since January. and I'll be probably finishing that up this uh, this month. Oh,
0: that's really cool! Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, what's the what's been the biggest struggle so
3: far? Uh, the biggest struggle is that I'm still doing this without any <laughs> private or public funding. So, I haven't yet been successful in getting grants or anything like that. So, I would say that's the biggest struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then, of course, I think you know marketing and all that part. Um, but I think they're, in addition to that, I guess I'm kind of cheating the answer. But in addition to that, it's like there are a lot of gatekeepers, um, people in the press. Um, so that that kind of goes into everything with the PR, but trying to reach people who write for, like, local paper or local blog and trying to get their attention. Um, mm-hmm. And I find that, for the most part, it's really um, creators and gatekeepers of color like Kevin yeah. who really will say, like, they see what I'm doing. They see... Um, the benefit and the value in it where otherwise you probably won't unless you have a connection. And that's something that happens. I've, I've experienced over this since college, you know, if it's someone that's uh, not of color, that's that has some availability with contacts or something you, you're, you need it in. But mm-hmm. Kevin was just like, every, I met him a couple years ago. Oh, okay. So, you know, he was my first radio interview. Right. So um, you'll definitely get more support from people who either look like you or have had some of the experiences that mm-hmm. you do.
0: Cool. Can you um, also share where people can learn more about um, the show and where people can follow you?
3: Uh, yeah, so there's a web page um, for Garnish. It's just watchgarnish.com. Um, you can see all the episodes I put up last year. Everything I've done, I'm have done, i doing this year is offline, so I can just keep showing those at events. Um, and then you can just follow me at On Twitter, electric underscore llama. Um, On Instagram, electric llama. And on Facebook, electric llama. And that's where I post everything too. Where did
0: that name come from, electric
3: llama? Um, So my family is from Peru. Um, So a llama is just a cool animal, and it's like it's it's found in like the Andean region Mm -hmm. in Peru. And then electric just um, refers to digital media. Yeah. Uh, So I just I just wanted something simple.
0: (laughs) I like it. it. Check it out, guys. Right. Thank you, Antonio.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: So okay. the next short film we got to see was called First Stone, and it's directed by Kai San Rao. So this one here, definitely had, one of my favorites. That, yeah, had us like cracking up, even though it's not really. No, it's not a comedy. It's not a comedy, but we're just <laughs> a mess. <laughs> A good way, yeah. But all right, go this, ahead. This is what I mean. But we find um, comedy and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna give y'all a laugh. <laughs> so in this short film, um, this young woman—we're uh, the name of the character. Sorry, y'all. But um, the main character, she comes home from jail. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in her household is her sick mother. Yeah. Her younger sister, mm-hmm. and her best her best friend, who is like. Another brother. Yeah. And he lives in and the, the house. Stepdad. And the stepdad, but the stepdad lives in a trailer in the, in driveway. the driveway. So confusing. Stay with us, y'all. So confusing. Um, so her best friend had picked her up from jail. And, you know, they came home. She went straight to her mom. Mm-hmm. Her mom, I think, is suffer- is dying from cancer. Yeah. So you know, she's by her mom's bed, talking to her, saying, you know, I got the family. Mm-hmm. You know, I got I'm her from here. I'ma step in. I'm step in. I whatever. know i She missing. ain't lying. She tried to step in okay. and take over. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, her youngest sister was fast out here, mm. and she finds out her youngest sister is actually pregnant. Yeah, she was keeping it from you know her mom. The and, whole household yeah, didn't even know. Nobody knew because she was you know wearing big clothes. Yeah, and again, the stepfather lives in a trailer, but he's not the, like corporate. a. From what I see, he wasn't a bad guy, but I think the the um, the character that just came out of the jail, she just doesn't like him. Yeah, she just she not feeling him. She just, I don't know why you're here. And he's yeah. like, but I've been here. And you've right. been in jail. Where you been? You was in jail. <laughs> and I've been here. Like, he been helping with the mom and all this stuff. It's like, where you come from? Where you come from? She was giving him major <laughs> attitude. So much attitude. Like, little girl, where you been? How dare you? How dare you? I've been holding <laughs> down the fort while you was locked up. Yeah. So the younger sister, turns out she's pregnant by the best friend. Who lives. supposed to be a your brother. You're supposed to be watching her, but not watching her like that, okay? You got the wrong message. When I told you, look <laughs> out after my sister. I did not say knock her up. That's not what I said. That's not what I meant. That's, I said, hold it down. That's not, not hold I, her down? Like, come on. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny. What the hell's wrong? I know, we're crazy. Um, but. <laughs> really good storyline. Yeah. Drama filled. So once once she found out that the brother, the quote unquote best friend brother did it, you know, she kicked him out, you know, she beat him up a little, mm-hmm. little bit, said get out of my house, don't ever come out around these parts again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once she kicked him out, you know, she came to his stepfather and was kind of like apologized, like because this was just too much for her. Yeah. She was just like, I'd rather go back into jail. This is a lot. A lot for, for me to me. take in. For my a first lot. day. Yeah. <laughs> right a lot right this is a lot for me to take in so she she kind of like welcomed him back into the house yeah like we're gonna work on because this together because i feel like also like if since he's out and he don't know what's happening in the house because you he got me out here in the trailer because you won't allow me into the house Yeah, that's why he was in the trailer because even though she was in jail he she made the rule that he couldn't yeah. live inside the house yeah so, I think if he was in the house, you know, a lot of that wouldn't have been, been going down. And the mom don't know nothing. She can't, you know, she's sick. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. But it was really, really good. It was good. I recommend that to anybody out there. Yes, yes. You... First Stone. The First Stone. Definitely check that one out, guys. So, Anacostia... It's a web series directed by Anthony Anderson um, and Martha. Martha uh, Anthony Anderson? Not that Anthony oh. Anderson! Not that Anthony Anderson! <laughs> it's another Anthony Anderson out here, okay. but very talented, okay? He actually plays um, the main character Sean oh, really? in this series, okay. yeah. So Anacasia is a series that follows the lives of the residents of Anacasia, which is a small um, city in DC. Oh. Um, so, you know, it covers everything from love, betrayal, deception, sex, murder. So it's a real, it's really like a, drama. a soap opera. It's a lot of drama. Yeah, yeah. In this episode, um, the main character, I believe, Sean, was sexually assaulted by a masked, um, assailant. 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 <laughs> Mass assailant. <laughs> um... And he just feels victimized by the detectives. And it was a whole lot of drama mm-hmm. that I just really can't wait to binge watch the whole season. There's so a lot I really of like, political see. corruption, too, because yeah. there was like a madam who knew um, a senator or something like that. And she went up to him and was like, find out information about my... I think that was her cousin. Right. She was like, find the, inf- find out information about who did this to my cousin. And he was just like, I can't be doing that yeah, right now. Yeah. We're in the middle of, like... We're, I think he said we're, like, in the middle of election. And I can't be, you know, doing things that, you know can cost me too much attention like Mm -hmm. bad attention Mm -hmm. but she was just like i don't care you know i got information on you and you know other people in politics so like she was like blackmailing him right to get information on who had attacked sean yeah yeah Woo! i mean i feel like this whole series will have you at the edge of your seat like what happens next you know what's going on um This episode in particular was just a lot. Mm -hmm. But it was good. It was good. I was just like, who, what, what's happening? Right. (laughs) You want to know more. So definitely check Anacostia out. And the last show we got to see was actually Keloid. Mm -hmm. Um, Keloid is actually the show that we're currently recapping. This was, we got to see it It for the first first time at DC Black film festival and that's why we wanted to yeah start watching start yeah. recapping the show. So a quick synopsis, you know, Keloid is a supernatural web series, drama about a relationship between a mother and her son who has these, you know, supernatural powers. So but he just wants to be a regular teenager. Just want to live his life. And they get into some drama. Mm-hmm. And trust me y'all, after this episode, go to our recaps of Keloid. It's go- it's 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 good. It's yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. The effects is A one, okay. For a web series, first web series, A one, black web series, A one. Yeah. For all the blurs out there, all those that like supernatural, sci-fi, come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so that was our coverage of DC Black <laughs> Film Festival. As you can see, there was a lot, a lot of shows and web series that mm-hmm. we enjoyed so much. Again, thank you, Kevin Sampson, for thank putting you, this on and for inviting Ooh. us to attend. We had an amazing time. We did. And we look forward to next year. Yeah, definitely. More and more and more. Um All right, guys. So that's it for this episode. Um, Thanks, guys, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe um, at Seriously Podcast on all of our social networks. And and check out our website. Check out our website. And join our mailing list for more. Right
2: now.
0: Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.